0: I hope it's only God But my wa do muhammadan Ιη wa And I billahi si bismillah Ar-Rahman rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil rahim Maliki Yihdna al-sirat al-mustaqim, sirat al-lazhin al-hum ta'alayhim, wa'ir al
1: After reciting the Tashahud, Ta'awuz and Surah Al-Fatiha, Hazrat Khalifatul Masyid V, Ayyadahu Allah Ta'ala bin Asr-e Al-Aziz stated, that today is the first Friday of November and as is customary, the new year for Tariqa Jadeed is announced during the first Friday Sermon of November. Also, the blessings which Allah the Almighty has showered upon the Jama'at during the previous year are mentioned. As such, I will say a few words in this regard today. First of all, it should be kept in mind that for any task, and in order to meet its expenses, funds are required. And whilst expounding upon this, the Promised Messiah stated on one occasion that every Prophet has made appeals for financial contribution for the completion of their objectives. And even in the Holy Qur'an, The attention of the believers has been drawn towards offering financial sacrifices from various perspectives and in various ways. Allah the Almighty has clearly stated that the sacrifices one offers and the wealth they spend for the sake of religion, Allah the Almighty will reward them for it in this world as well as in the hereafter. And Allah the Almighty does not remain indebted to anyone. For example, Allah the Almighty has stated at one place in relation to how abundantly He bestows. In relation to this, Allah the Almighty states, the Fi thing. Kamasali حَبَّةٍ أَنْبَتَتْ فِي كُلِّ حَبَّةٍ وَاللَّهُ يُزَاعِفُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ وَاسِعٌ عَلِيمٌ
0: فِي كُلِّ وَاللَّهُ
1: لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ That is, the similitude of those who spend their wealth in the way of Allah is like the similitude of a grain of corn, which grows seven ears, in each ear a hundred grains, and Allah multiplies it further for whomsoever He pleases, and Allah is bountiful all-knowing. Hence, this is the example of those believers who spend in the way of Allah the Almighty. And Allah the Almighty does not remain indebted to those who sincerely spend in His way. Rather, Allah the Almighty provides for them in this world as well as in the hereafter. In this era, Allah the Almighty has sent the true servant of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, for the propagation of the faith. And those who believe in him, have also been entrusted with the task of fulfilling their responsibilities in order to propagate the faith, spread the message of Islam across the world, and also to make the people of this world submit before the One God. And so, if the followers of the Promised Messiah والسلام, fulfill this task sincerely, then they will become the recipients of the blessings and favours of Allah the Almighty. In one of the narrations, it is mentioned that the Holy Prophet peace and blessings of Allah be upon him stated that prayers, fasting and the remembrance of Allah the Almighty increase the wealth spent in his way up to 700 times. That is, along with the financial sacrifices one makes, these other aspects are also essential. Hence in this hadith the image of a true believer has been described. A believer should not offer financial sacrifices, simply so they can say to Allah the Almighty that I have sacrificed such an amount of wealth, now increase it 700 times and return it to me in accordance to what you have stated. Certainly not. In fact, along with this, one will have to elevate the standards of their worship as well. And they will have to improve their inner state and to continuously remain engaged in the remembrance of Allah the Almighty. One will need to avoid vain pursuits and offer financial sacrifices purely for the sake of seeking the pleasure of Allah the Almighty. Then, in return, Allah the Almighty bestows His blessings upon a person in such a manner that it leaves one astonished. At times, Allah the Almighty grants acceptance to even a small action of a person and bestows upon one in a manner that leaves one amazed. And this is the special mercy of Allah the Almighty in that He bestows upon a person in this manner through which one can increase in their faith in Allah the Almighty and their faith increases in His words even more than before. However, one should try their utmost not to become elated by the fact that they have sacrificed such and such amount, and then think that even though they do not perform other acts, Allah the Almighty will certainly bless them. In fact, even the people who offer financial sacrifices must look to improve their spiritual conditions. Only then will they become the true recipients of the favours of Allah the Almighty. Allah the Almighty always bestows His blessings upon true believers and countless examples of this are present in the Ahmadiyya community. We do not only present the examples of those before us. Indeed, we know that the examples of the people of the past and their conviction that Allah the Almighty would indeed bless them. But we also find examples today as well. And from among the people of the past there is an incident of Hazrat Rabia Basri and how great was her trust in Allah the Almighty. One day she was in her house when all of a sudden 20 guests came and she only had two pieces of bread in the house. She said to her worker that go and give these two pieces of bread to a poor person. This was an extraordinary example of trust in Allah the Almighty. The worker was rather surprised and thought that these pious people are rather heedless. The reason being because there were guests present in the house and despite there only being two pieces of bread in the house, she was ordered to give it to those who were poor. And a short while later, when she was contemplating this and about to leave, or perhaps she had just returned, she heard a call from outside. and An fluent woman had sent someone with 18 pieces of bread with her. Hazrat Rabia Basri returned the bread, saying that they did not belong to her. A worker insisted that she should take them and said that Allah the Almighty had sent them. But despite her insistence, Hazrat Rabia Basri refused to take them and said that they did not belong to her. Soon after, the affluent lady who lived nearby called out to a worker and stated that where have you gone to? You were supposed to take 20 pieces of bread to Rabia Basri's house and these breads were not for her. I had sent this for someone else. Upon this, Rabia Basri stated that in place of the two pieces of bread I asked Allah the Almighty that he may grant me tenfold in return. And that is why I ought to have received 20 pieces of bread. Hazrat Khalifatul Masih I تعالى, mentioned this incident and referred to various verses of the Holy Qur'an. He stated, At certain places there is mention that a person would receive 10 in place of 1 and in other places it is mentioned that they would receive 700 in place of 1. this return depends on the virtue and the situation at hand. In other words, on what occasion a person offers a sacrifice and how much they sacrifice, and to what extent does the person who offers sacrifice go to. As I just mentioned, that Hazrat Khalifatul Masih I mentioned the incident of Rabia Basri and stated that Allah the Almighty bestows blessings in this way. However, You should not test Allah the Almighty in this way every time. In other words, it should not be the case that one decides to do this every time and test Allah the Almighty. Indeed, if you offer sacrifices sincerely for the sake of Allah the Almighty, then certainly He will bestow His blessings. Therefore, those who sacrifice for the religion of Allah and in order to seek His pleasure, they are the ones who truly offer a sacrifice. Although the example of Rabia Basri's incident seems like a personal one, wherein she received some guests, however people will go to see her for the sake of learning about religion. Nonetheless, in order to complete the purpose of propagating the faith, Allah the Almighty has sent the ardent devotee of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, and through him, today Islam is being propagated throughout the world, and services to humanity are being carried out. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, every year the Jamaat spends millions of pounds on distributing literature, constructing mosques and mission houses, and on other initiatives. The majority of the wealth collected from Europe and other developed countries is spent in Africa, India and other poorer countries, and this is aside from the expenses they are carrying out within their countries towards these objectives. It is the sheer grace of Allah the Almighty that the scope of this work has increased so much that members of the community are making sacrifices and fulfilling these needs in spite of the worsening economic circumstances. And today too, Allah the Almighty is showing how He treats such people. In other words, how He blesses those who make sacrifices. Those living in poorer countries and those living in developed countries all have their own experiences as they sacrifice their own needs in order to give in the way of Allah the Almighty. I shall now present a few accounts which highlight just how Allah the Almighty treats those who offer sacrifices. And it also demonstrates the passion with which these devoted people present their sacrifices. Even the new converts who've recently accepted Ahmadiyyad and Islam are automatically drawn towards making financial sacrifices. And this is because they have come to understand the true spirit of financial sacrifices. Muhammad Johnson, a local Muallim from Liberia, who was previously a Christian and became a Muallim having accepted Islam, he narrates that as a result of our tabligh efforts a few months ago, our Jama'at was established in a village of our county. He further states that the people of this village, including its Imam, all joined the community. It is a very small village which has no proper roads leading to it. Also, it was difficult to reach there due to the rain. And with regards to collecting donations for Tariqa Jadid, we overlooked this village on purpose. They had only just become Ahmadis and it was very difficult to get there as the journey was dangerous and it was only a very small village. Hence, they would encourage them the following year. He further states that one day, out of the blue, the Imam Abu Bukhay Sahib came to the Tabmadberg Mission House and, upon his arrival, handed a sum of money, saying that it was from 21 members of the community towards Tariqa Jadid. When he was asked as to how he had known, as they had not been urged to do so, he replied that I regularly listen to the radio program of the community and heard you last week speaking on the radio introducing Tariqa Jadeed and highlighting its importance. I then relayed this to the people of my Jama'at and thereupon the members made this donation. Thus, this is how Allah the Almighty places it in the hearts of the people and instills the spirit of sacrifice within them. Amir Sahib of the Gambia writes that efforts were made to encourage donations towards Tariqa Jadeed in a village where all the members are new converts. Sister Fato, a 77-year-old woman, took out 200 Dalasi, which is the currency there, and donated it. She said that this is the only way for anyone to spread the teachings of true Islam Ahmadiyyat just as it was done in the time of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. She then said that it was the only amount of money she had left which she was saving to buy food for her family. It is not the case that she was a wealthy woman. She donated 200 Dalasi and stated that I am doing so as there is a need for it for the propagation of Islam. Therefore, I shall sacrifice by going hungry and this is the amount that I am donating. Amir Sahib further states that as this was being said, she received a phone call from her son in Switzerland, and he said that he had sent $12,200. Thereupon, the woman cried as she announced to those present there as to how Allah the Almighty had just blessed her. And she stated that I shall donate even more. People were also amazed by this. Over six months had passed and her son had not been in contact with her, nor inquired about his mother even though things were not going well for her financially. However, on this occasion it so happened that Allah the Almighty brought about the means whereby she received his phone call along with the amount. This profoundly impacted the people to believe that Ahmadiyyat indeed is the true Islam and they all made an oath to remain firm in Ahmadiyyat until their last breath.
0: <laughs> the local
1: Muallim of the Jamaat in the Gaita region in the northwest of Tanzania writes that a young man named Abdullah sahib pledged his allegiance a few months ago. One day, he heard about Tariqa Jadeed in a Friday sermon and he learned that it was the final month for his collections and that every Ahmadi should try to participate in it by donating whatever they could within their means for the sake of attaining blessings. Abdullah Sahib had no money at the time and he promised that by the following evening he would most certainly donate an amount towards Tariqa Jadeed. And so the next day he went out in search of work. One man needed manpower to cultivate his land and so he gave Abdullah Sahib the job. Abdullah Sahib worked with great effort throughout the entire day in this task assigned to him and in normal circumstances it would have taken two days to complete, yet he was able to complete it by the evening. Thereafter he took the money he was given and donated it towards the e And whilst relating this incident, he said that Allah the Almighty blessed my intentions and it was his sheer grace that I was able to make a financial sacrifice. Thus, this is how an awareness is also being raised. There is an island called Solomon Island which is near Australia. A missionary in Australia writes, that during the tour of Solomon Island, aside from the moral training and tabligh programs with regards to the ending of the tariq people were also encouraged and their attention was drawn towards participating in it. He further states that there is a woman there whose husband is a non-Muslim and they both run a poultry farm. When the Tariqya Jadeed secretary visited their home to remind her about making a donation, she was not home at the time. The children therefore donated whatever amount they had at the time. When the woman returned home, her children informed her that the Tariqya Jadeed secretary had come and so she immediately went to his house and donated $1,000 towards Tariqya Jadeed. Upon which the secretary said to her that I have already collected the donations from everyone and I have sent off the list having filled it out. Therefore, I can put this down for next year. Upon this, the lady replied that no, I have made a promise to God Almighty that I would donate this amount, so count it for this year. And so, upon her request, a new list was prepared and the centre was informed of this late into the night. Then we also witness just how Allah the Almighty gives back manifold. The missionary of Guinea Conockery writes that he delivered a Friday sermon in a place called Kafilia with regards to Tariqa Jadid, drawing attention towards the scheme. He then went to visit houses individually, and he met a young man named Muhammad Silla Sahib and he encouraged him to make a donation. And there and then, Muhammad Silla Sahib took out 10,000 francs from his pocket and donated it towards Tariqi And he stated that this is what I have which I was going to use to buy my lunch and dinner, but today I shall go hungry for the sake of Allah the Almighty. He states that four days after this incident, the missionary received a phone call from this man and he said that Allah the Almighty has accepted my sacrifice. He said that I sat an interview for a job as a driver at a mining company and by the grace of Allah the Almighty I received a five-year contract with an income of 5.5 million francs a month. And so in this way Allah the Almighty has given me thousands of times more in return. He had donated 10,000 francs for the year, and what he received in return for a year was 6,600 times greater. Allah the Almighty states that He gives 700 times more, and if He so wills, He can give even more than that. Hence, we have witnessed here how He gives manifold. Then the Sadr Lajna in Niger writes that by the grace of Allah the Almighty, Lajna Imail in Niger had the opportunity to hold its first three-day national Tarbiti class and many women participated in it. Their attention was also drawn towards donating to Tariq Jadid as they only remained a short while before the end of the year. And they were encouraged to fulfil their promises as soon as possible. The Sadr further writes there and then the women began to present their donations and despite them being told that they were only being encouraged and that there was still time, they insisted on giving it immediately. Seeing them, other women also came forward and presented financial sacrifices and in this way a large amount was received. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, Almost in every part of the world, the women, in light of their numbers, fulfill their promises and do not remain behind anyone. At times, in certain countries, the Khuddam and Ansar need to be reminded that the Lajna have surpassed them and so they too should donate accordingly. The missionary of St. Petersburg, Russia, writes that a member by the name of Arsan Beek Sahib lives in one of the Russian states. And upon the announcement of the new year of Tariqa Jadid that I made last year, Arsan Sahib, who had previously contributed a thousand rubles towards Tariqa Jadid, he stated, that this year I pledged to contribute 10,000 rubles. Furthermore, he mentioned that he was about to start a business. In any case, he fulfilled his pledge of 10,000 rubles in July. The circumstances in Russia are quite difficult as a result of the war in Ukraine. However, he fulfilled his pledge And apart from that, the value of the ruble has also fallen considerably. This amount of 10,000 rubles is equivalent to 178 euros. However, in light of the circumstances in Russia, this is a large sum. The missionary further states that after donating this amount, he said, that I will continue to contribute 500 rubles regularly. And he continued to donate 500 rubles every single day. And he said that I am earning a lot because by the grace of Allah the Almighty my business has been very fruitful. He did all of this despite the dire circumstances there. Following this he increased the amount to 1,000 rubles and donated this every day. A muallim from Marwa a city in southern Cameroon, writes. This too is an incident related to how the faith of the poor was strengthened through the blessings of Chanda. His name is Abdullah and he is a new convert. He is extremely poor and last year he gave half a bucket of cornmeal towards the e which is about 5 kilograms. He states that as a result, Allah the Almighty has granted me 5 sacks, that is 350 kilograms, meaning that it increased 70 times over. He further said that this year I was very worried because the prices had increased and the fertilizer was much more expensive due to which I could not purchase any and I feared that my crop would not have a positive outcome. Regardless, he says that I tried as much as I could and Allah the Almighty blessed it in such a way that this year's crop had doubled.
0: <coughs> he even
1: gave a seventy-kilogram sack towards the jadeed and he further states that I even tell my family that through the blessings of contributing towards the jadeed Allah the Almighty blesses my efforts and crop. And although these are short and brief incidents. Yet, they are of utmost importance for Ahmedis who are poor. Amir Sahib of the Gambia writes that a member, Pateh Sise, who lives in a village and took the Pledge of Allegiance in 2014, he states that I was unemployed before I entered the fold of Ahmadiyyad. I tried many times to find employment, but I remained unsuccessful. He further states that when I entered the fold of Ahmadiyyad, I began to participate actively in Janda and propagating the message of Islam. Now he has two jobs, whereas before not only was he unemployed, but he did not have a place to live. But now he has also built a house for himself made of a solid structure. People claim that the Jamaat provided him with financial aid, but in response he says that the Jamaat did not give me financial aid, instead Allah the Almighty has helped me through the blessings of Chanda. Amir Sahib of Indonesia writes that there is an Ahmadi here who owns a factory and has been struggling. Last year, when inspiring accounts in respect to Tariqa jadid was shared and the new year was announced, it had a great and deep impact on him. At the time, he immediately pledged double the amount he had from the previous year and fulfilled it as well. Just one week after that, Allah the Almighty rewarded him and his sales started to rise. Similarly, a company which had previously seized their business dealings returned for business and requested large purchases. He says that this year his company's income has increased manifold from previous years. Farhad Sahib, a missionary serving in Germany, writes that a lady in Wiesbaden was made redundant from her job and she no longer had any income. She also had to sponsor her husband to come to Germany but could no longer do so and expressed her concern to her brother. Her brother responded by saying that the only solution now was to pray and partake in Chanda and to make financial sacrifice. And so she gave Chanda from the money she received after selling her jewellery and just four days later she received a message from her employer that she would be permanently employed and that her monthly salary would be 2,000 euros which would allow her to sponsor
0: her husband. <laughs>
1: the vakil mal Sahib in India writes, that there is an individual here who is at the forefront in contributing towards the e When he was encouraged to increase his contributions, he asked how much he should increase. Upon this, he was told that he should make an increase based on his income and circumstances. However, he was insistent to the administration, or rather to the missionary or representative from the headquarters, that they should give him an amount. Therefore, the representative said that he should increase his contributions by 100,000 rupees. He had already contributed 500,000 rupees. Nevertheless, he increased his pledge and also fulfilled it. He states that I have a property for which I could not complete the registration and I thought that I would face a great loss as a result of it. However, a few days after increasing my contributions, it worked out for me and the matter had been pending for some time. However, Allah the Almighty saved me from any loss. Thus. Allah the Almighty does not remain indebted to anyone, neither the affluent nor the poor, and He rewards everyone based on their circumstances. Once again, the Vakilul Mal Sahib from India writes that in Kashmir there is a doctor who is a professor at the e Kashmir University. After making contributions and fulfilling his pledge, he said that I have been promoted to the chief scientist amongst the professors and my salary has also increased extraordinarily. Upon this, he increased his contributions towards the Harika jadid as well. Then a lady from Mauritius writes, that last year, after hearing about accounts of relatives in respect to tehreek my husband said to me that we should pledge to contribute an amount that is slightly difficult to fulfil. Thus, we made a pledge for 75,000 rupees. These are Mauritian rupees. And she says that at the time, my husband worked for a medical company. In the past three years, there was an insignificant increase in his salary. However, after pledging this amount, he received a job offer from a private hospital. hospital. At the same time, my husband had also gifted a thousand rupees to his mother. And my husband said that with regards to the interview, he had a feeling that he would get the job and that his salary would be close to what he had pledged to sacrifice for Tariqa Jadid. She says that after the interview, he was hired and was offered a salary of 76,000 rupees whereas the promise he had made was of 75,000 rupees. He said that Allah the Almighty even returned the thousand rupees that he gave to his mother. A missionary in Bangladesh writes that an individual here faced a great loss during the coronavirus pandemic and he also had outstanding amounts in his Janda. When a reminder for tehreek Jadid was sent, he gave 11,500 taka from his wife's savings box, but that was only half of the outstanding amount. In any case, the missionary says that at the end of the month, his wife informed us that we could come and collect the remaining amount. When our team went there, they contributed three times the amount they had pledged and also paid their outstanding amounts in obligatory contributions. They informed us that God had fulfilled a long-awaited need. For a long time they had been searching for a plot of land for a property. And when they started to partake in Janda, God miraculously enabled them to purchase a land for constructing their property. Their income also increased, they were able to give Janda and Allah the Almighty enabled them to build their property. (laughs) There is a teacher in Burkina Faso who writes that I had the opportunity to purchase a car. Upon this the other teacher said that as teachers they could not afford to purchase a car and that the Jamaat had surely given me financial aid. He continues that I responded by saying that the Jama'at did not give me financial aid, but Allah the Almighty blessed my wealth due to the blessings of Chanda. He further states that from my days as a student, I had made it a habit to give Chanda, and Allah the Almighty has always rewarded me for it. A member from Osnabruch, Germany writes that there was an event held on the topic of tariq Jadid. He says that I brought 500 euros to contribute as an additional amount but I was told that the receipt book had been filled. He says, I went back and gave the amount as wages for labour. He gave the amount to those he had employed. And that night he saw me in a dream and he said, that you were telling me, as in I was saying to him, that you need 5,000 euros. I understood from this that this was referring to contributions for tariq Jadid. I informed my wife about the dream and she said that we should increase our contributions towards Tariq Jadid by 5,000 euros. He says that sometime after this, an amount of more than 22,000 euros was deposited into my account for Corona help, which was something beyond our imagination. A Lajna member from Canada says that I was facing financial difficulty and was very concerned as to how I would be able to fulfill my promise for Tariq Jadid and was also praying for this as well. My intentions were virtuous, however I could not see any hope and I continued to pray. One evening my daughter was searching for her birth certificate and found an old purse. She further states, before going to USA, they had travelled to USA 8 years ago, she says that I had kept some money to spend there and whatever had been left over from that I had put it in this purse and had completely forgotten about it. And when I took the money out, it was exactly the amount I needed to pay my chanda Thus, Allah Almighty also helps in this way as well. Then the President of Guinea Conakry writes, There is a very poor Ahmadi lady who sells very basic items in order to get by. During the period where members were being specially encouraged to contribute to Tariqah jadeed they also visited her house and reminded her about Tariqah Jadid. Upon this she said that I am very concerned due to my very meagre income. I took a loan in order to start my business, and my income is almost next to nothing, and I cannot even repay my loan. In any case, they explained to her the importance of Tariq jadeed and also told her to pray. Following this, the lady donated 20,000 francs towards the chamba. This was a very large amount for this lady who was struggling due to her circumstances. However, after a few days later when one of our missionaries went to see her again for some other matter, she said in a very passionate manner and filled with joy that Allah the Almighty had resolved all my difficulties. My small business has started to flourish and I have also repaid my loan. And this is all due to the financial sacrifice I made.
0: There is also a burden of your money and all of them are made of the money. Tataristan and Russia's friend, Frida, Frida.
1: Farid Ibrahimov from Tataristan, Russia says that in the summer of last year, something rather strange happened with my phone. He says that after receiving money in my online account from my passengers, the sermon of the Khalifa of the time regarding financial contributions began to play on my smartphone by itself. He states that this did not just happen once, in fact whenever a large amount would be transferred to my account, an incident like this would occur. From this I learnt that by giving proof of his existence, Allah the Almighty is reminding me that it is a matter of great honour for me to be part of the Jamaat of the Promised Messiah alayhi salatu wassalam, and I have the opportunity to offer financial sacrifices. Thus, it so happens that a sermon comes on by itself or some form of message is received on the phone, and in this way it serves as a reminder for the person to pay their
0: chandah.
1: <coughs> a very devout lady from Tanzania says, but upon returning from Jalsa, she realized that some of her chanda for Tariqa jadid was yet to be paid. She could not think of any way how she would be able to pay it. Someone had taken a loan from her and she was hopeful that they would return it and through that she will be able to pay her chanda. However, the person was neither responding and nor answering her call. She was unwell and due to her medications, her expenses were continuously increasing by the day. She was very worried as she also had to pay for her children's school fees. So she told her children to also pray. As she was saying this, the sound of the azan appeared and her child said that they should go for Salat and ask from God. Through this, Allah the Almighty also strengthens the faith of the children as well. The child said that we do not have any money and Allah the Almighty may accept our prayer and may influence His heart and thus He repays us. Subsequently, both mother and son performed the ablution and fervently prayed before Allah the Almighty. Allah works in such ways that even before they had finished their prayer, the phone started to ring and the person calling was the one who had borrowed money from them. The person calling said that he was standing outside the door in order to return the money. He then said that he was standing at the bus stop waiting for a wagon. When he heard the azan along with this, he felt as if someone was also saying that he should first repay the loan he had taken. And so he said he had come to return the money. The mother and the child heard this entire incident and their hearts were filled with praise for Allah the Almighty. They expressed their gratitude to Allah the Almighty and the child stated that look we offered our prayer and Allah the Almighty also returned our money. They then used that money to fulfill their various needs. <coughs>
0: Saint
1: Ikram Jan Sahib from St. Petersburg says that I always pray to be financially well-off so that I can help those in need and particularly so that I can pay towards the various chandas. This prayer is always fulfilled in miraculous ways. He says, Last time I was short of 3,000 rubles and it was the last day to pay the chanda. Whilst at work, two people came to me suddenly and one of them gave me 1,000 rubles and the other gave 2,000 rubles. And this has never happened to me before because normally I receive around 300 to 500 rubles from work. Now I always give my extra income in the way of Allah the Almighty. These are just a few accounts which I have presented which show that how Allah the Almighty treats those people who offer financial sacrifice in a sincere manner. Now I shall announce the commencement of the new year of Tariq-e-Jadeed. The 88th year has come to an end on the 31st of October and the 89th year has now started from 1st November. This year the members of the Jama'at have presented a total financial sacrifice of £16.4 million pounds towards the financial scheme of Tariq Jadid Alhamdulillah. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, despite the increasingly deteriorating economic situation of the world, there is an increase of £1.1 million pounds from the previous year's collection. And just like the previous year, The Germany Jamaat has stood first amongst all the Jamaats of the world by the grace of Allah the Almighty. Pakistan has also made a great sacrifice, but since their economic circumstances are not good, therefore, they have fallen behind in their position, but only due to the drop in the value of their currency. However, in terms of their level of sacrifice, they have continued to make progress. And although Germany is first, However, with regards to their local currency, they have had less collection from before. And if UK and USA continue with the progress they are making, they could go ahead of them. Similarly, there has been significant progress by Canada, Australia, India and Ghana. Some of the other Jamaat's who have made a notable effort are Holland, France, Sweden, Georgia, Norway, Belgium, Burma, Malaysia, New Zealand, Bangladesh, Kiribati, Kazakhstan, Tataristan, Philippines and a Jamaat from the Middle East. In terms of total collection among the Jamaat's in Africa, the notable Jamaat's are Ghana, Mauritius, this is also part of Africa, Nigeria, Burkina Faso, Tanzania, Gambia, Liberia, Uganda, Sierra Leone, and Benin. In terms of contribution per capita, USA is first, then UK, and then Australia. By the grace of Allah Almighty, the total number of people who have participated in Tariqa Jadid is 1,596,000. The notable Jamaats from among Africa who had an increase in participation is Nigeria, Guinea-Bissau, Congo Brazzaville, Guinea-Conakry, Tanzania, Congo Kinshasa, Gambia, Cameroon, Ivory Coast, Niger, Senegal and Burkina Faso. The contributions from the members of Daftar Awal are still being paid by the grace of Allah. The first 10 Jamaats of Germany are as follows Rodemark Rodgau, Mehdiabad, Nida, Cologne, Floresheim, Neuss, Pinneberg, Osnabruch and Freiburg. The position of the local Ahmadats is as follows Hamburg, Frankfurt, Grosgro, Wiesbaden, Dietzenbach, Riedstedt, Morfilden, Rüsselheim, Darmstadt and Mannheim.
0: Rüsselheim, Darmstadt, or Mannheim.
1: In terms of total collection in Pakistan, Lahore is first, followed by Rabwa and then Karachi. The position of the top 10 districts in Pakistan is as follows, Sialkot, Islamabad, Gujanavala, Gujarat, Umarkot, Hyderabad, mirpur Sargoda, Quetta and Lodhran. The areas of Umarkot and Mirpurkhas were recently affected by the floods and rain and by the grace of Allah the Almighty, people in these areas have offered great sacrifices. In terms of the highest contribution amongst the local jamaats in Pakistan is as follows. Amara Township Lahore, Amara dar Lahore, Ammarad Moral Town Lahore, Ammarad Mughalpura Lahore, Ammarad Allama Iqbal Town Lahore, Ammarad Baitul Fazl Faislabad, Ammarad Azizabad Karachi, Ammarad Delhi Gate Lahore, Ammarad Karim Nagar Faislabad and then Ammarad Sadar Karachi. The top five regions in UK are as follows Ba'at al number one, followed by Islamabad, Fazl Mosque, Midlands, and Ba'at al The top ten positions of the larger Jama'ats of the UK in terms of total collection is as follows Farnham, South Cheam, Islamabad, Worcester Park, Walsall. Gillingham, Faisal Mosque, Yule, Aldershot South and Putney. The position of the smaller jamaats of the UK in terms of their total collection is as follows. Spen Valley, Keithley, North Wales, Northampton and Swansea. The top 10 positions of the jamaats of the USA in terms of total collection is as follows. Maryland, followed by Los Angeles, North Virginia, Detroit, Silicon Valley, Chicago, Seattle, Oshkosh, South Virginia, Atlanta, Georgia, North Jersey, and York. In terms of total contribution, the positions of the local armaments in Canada are as follows. Vaughan, Peace Village, Calgary, Vancouver, and then Toronto. In terms of total contribution, the top 10 Jamaat's of India are as follows. Coimbatore, Tamil Nadu, Kadian, Hyderabad, Kerala, Pathapriyam Calicut, Bangalore, Melapalam, Kolkata and Kerang. The top 10 provinces in India in terms of their total contribution are as follows. Kerala is first, followed by Tamil Nadu, Karnataka Jammu Kashmir, Telangana, Orissa, Punjab, Bengal, Delhi, and Maharashtra. Australia... The top 10 Jamals of Australia are as follows Castle Hill, Melbourne Long Warren, Melbourne Berwick, Marsden Park, Penrith, Parramatta, Adelaide West, ACT Canberra, and Brisbane Logan East. These were the positions. May Allah the Almighty greatly bless all those who have offered financial sacrifices and also bless their wealth. The UK Jamaat has prepared a new website which is about the history of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat in UK. Work on researching and collating the history was being done for many years and now a website has been prepared which includes research articles in relation to the efforts of the Promised Messiah in propagating the message of Islam to the West. The history of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat in UK is generally considered to have started in 1913 when Chaudhry Fateh Muhammad Sial Sahib came here. However, the message of the Promised Messiah had already reached UK and other European countries from the moment he announced he was the Mujadid i.e. Reformer. The Promised Messiah published 8,000 copies of an announcement in English in order to inform people of his claim. These were distributed amongst the well-known and highly respected priests in India and England and they were also sent to various societies and religious leaders and this message was sent to as many places as it was possible to send in those days. For example, a politician in the UK, Charles Bradlaugh, who was an atheist, received the message of the Promised Messiah in 1885. This has been mentioned in the newspaper here called Constitution of 8th June 1885. Similarly, one of the founding members of the Theosophist Society, Henry Steele Olcott received this message in 1886 and he mentioned this in the September issue of his journal, The Theosophist, in
0: 1886. Furthermore,
1: a timeline of the Blessed Era of the Promised Messiah has also been published on the website, which includes various facts about the propagation of Islam in the West. Also, another timeline has been prepared under the title of Pioneer Missionaries, which includes the early missionaries of the community among whom were also companions of the Promised Messiah And it also includes the introduction and information about their missionary efforts in the UK. There is also a detailed research along with references on the prophecy of the Promised Messiah السلام, regarding Pigot. There are some further research articles based on the history of the UK Jamal through which the youth will be able to clearly learn about the true objective of why they and their forefathers had come to the UK. The address of this website is history.ahmediya.uk and although the website has started but they want to formally inaugurate it today. May Allah the Almighty enable this to be a source of benefit for our members and all
0: الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يعده الله فلا مظل له ومن يظلم فلا ظل الله إله الله محمد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل the one who is the one who is والمنكر one who is الله one O do لَكُمْ sta block